Are you a psychic, sensitive, or seeker who wants to learn more? Welcome to The Mystic School with Sarah Wiseman, where we dive deep into all things mystic and metaphysical. Here's Sarah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Mystic School. I am your host, Sarah Wiseman, and we are talking today about all things mystic and metaphysical and how these show up in your day-to-day life like yes soul is a big idea but the whole larger idea is that soul and your everyday life are are uh you know they're intertwined they're not separate so all these esoteric ideas that we talk about it's not separate from your normal practical doing the dishes commuting in traffic uh, answering your emails, doing your laundry type of type of day. It's all intertwined and all interrelated. We're talking today about why is ritual useful? And I think this is super interesting. So why is ritual useful? Learn why ritual helps us support our intention and deepen our spiritual practice. And I find this so interesting because we're just about to bark, embark or actually we've already embarked on this holiday scene. Uh, Some say starting with Halloween, so we've been in it for a while. And as we are sort of turning the corner into December, for those of us who are celebrating some of the December holidays, we get to really take a look and decide if what our traditions and what our rituals are or have been are working for us now. And this is a very, very big inquiry. It's a big soul inquiry because if we just keep doing what we've always been doing, we don't allow for the normal change and growth that happens as we, you know, grow as, as people. If we're you know, in kindergarten, putting our lunch in our cubby and in our kindergarten lunch, we already always say have, you know, peanut butter and jelly, which is what I usually had. Then when we become adults, we don't necessarily want that same peanut butter and jelly sandwich for lunch anymore. Maybe we want an apple or a salad or a smoothie or something different. And so it would be incorrect to work with or carry forward or use the same traditions we were doing when we were children now that we're further along in our evolution and so this is the same thing about these holidays these rituals that we're coming up to it is time for us each there's no one way to do this but it's time for you to take some intentional inquiry and look and decide like does this really serve me. Um, I do see we have some callers and it is free readings Tuesday. We'll get to you guys in a moment. Uh, if you would like to call in there, the number is 888-298-5569, And we'll get to the callers in just a minute. So just hang in there. Um, for housekeeping, I wanted to mention, so we have just another day maybe two for signups for our winter retreat and solstice gathering. This is something we've been doing uh, for several years now. It's very popular. And so 
What it is, is it's a 12-day online retreat starting December 1st, and then we wrap it up with a wonderful uh, winter solstice sort of mini workshop on Zoom. So if you're interested in being a part of that group, again, signups are closing today, tomorrow, very, 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 very soon, because we start December 1st. Go to the website, sarahweisman.com, and you can sign up there. It's right on the front page. Um, also, we just have a few days left for those of you who want to study directly with me as a student of Intuition University. That is our deep dive, uh, very intensive training uh, that teaches you the core essentials of spiritual intuition. So that is also on the website, sarahweisman.com. And as always, we have our free mini course. When you go there, you can get signed up for that too. So um, wanted to talk about the holidays ahead. And when I look at it, it feels like there's sort of four main areas that need to be examined. And these are gifts, gatherings, indulgences, and religion. And so I just want you to look at these, you know, there, again, there's no sense having that same old peanut butter and jelly sandwich you had in kindergarten. If, if now that you're an adult, you would never eat that. You don't eat gluten, <laughs> your peanut allergy, you don't eat sugar, like the whole thing just doesn't work anymore. And this is what we're looking at uh, for the holidays. So the holidays, we look at gifts as something that when the tradition was started, gifts were usually simple and small and handmade. They were tokens of affection. And, you know, you probably, depending on your age, you've probably have your parents told, you know, for, for Christmas, I got, you know, one doll and some oranges and nuts in a stocking. And now, of course, consumerism has expanded at such a level you know, many of us are having stuff delivered to the house all the time, gift after gift after gift. It's just so easy. We go online, we we sort of press a, a bar like some, you know, rat <laughs> pressing for another food pellet on the on the little lever, and then something is delivered. I heard a comedian, I'm, I unfortunately don't remember his name, but talking about this delivery as if uh, you know, we are the emperor receiving a pen carefully delivered by by someone. Uh, we are so mighty that we have the ability to summon a pen to be delivered directly to our door. And as we look at this, we need to look at really where this is coming from and what this does. So gifts are not really simple tokens anymore. They are parts of this very large consumer machine that you know wastes resources and wastes people's talent and um, causes us to go into debt and creates waste and this whole cycle of what are we doing to our world as we participate in this thing that is really run for profit it's no longer the simple, oh, I knit you a pair of mittens. It is, oh, I am supporting these giant companies, these giant delivery services, all of these resources to be a part of this massive machine that is not really what's making us happy or not really 
if you really look at it, it's not what any of us want. Now, there might be a couple who really want this, but the collective, the soul collective, is not really interested in this anymore. And um, I was talking to a friend the other day, and, and they said, is it time for Santa to retire? You know, oh, this blasphemous Santa is the magic of the season. But we're not talking about losing the magic of the season. We're talking about losing the commercial machine that started probably after World War II. And, you know, Santa's marketing, Santa has become a marketing ploy now. It's no longer this magical myth. And just really looking at this in your own life, like what is really making you happy? The next part is gatherings. You know, we feel this extensive need to travel and be with family. Uh, a lot of us do a lot of pressure to continue those gathering of the family traditions. And this is great if your family gets along and is, is supportive and lovely and non-toxic. But if you are a person with family trauma, if you are a person where the family is broken, um, if you're a person where there's a lot of conflict, this may not be the healthiest choice for you during the holidays. Then we're going to look at um, indulgences. And this could be food. It could be alcohol. It could be drugs. We've already mentioned the, the shopping and the gifts. But really looking at why we turn our attention to these certain days where we just feast like crazy. And... Um, again, like most of us are not really, you know, like, you know, something isn't good for you if you don't feel good when you have it. And yet we're sort of, sort of not forced, we're not forced, but there is a lot of societal pressure to engage, at least in, um, um, first world countries that are celebrating these holidays to engage in this level of indulgence that may not be what's actually making us feel good or that that's actually making us feel sick. And then finally, we have religion and traditions. And these are these things that they've always been done. We do them this way. This is how our family has always done them. And if this is something that is super meaningful to you and you are fulfilled by this and this makes you feel good and this makes you feel whole and connected then by all means that's working but if you are just um sort of going through the motions because it's expected you know um some people in the catholics out there will recall like this idea of the the priesters the people that only come for easter and christmas like why are you going? And, and this is an individual question, but it's like, why would you have, again, the same peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Look now, this year, there's still time to really assess what brings this sense of wholeness? What is contributing toward the larger part of helping society? What is contributing to our soul expansion? And looking especially at these four categories, gifts, gatherings, indulgences, and religion and tradition, and just seeing what things you may or may not want to continue versus flinging yourself headlong without intention 
into rituals and traditions that aren't meaningful for you anymore. We're going to be talking and working through all of this in our uh, winter retreat and solstice gathering that I mentioned earlier. If you want support uh, working in a group with other people who are kind of managing these questions, and again, no right answer, no wrong answer. It's just you taking this subject up and looking at it versus allowing society's view, whatever that is for you, whatever part of society you um, identify with, but allowing society's view to sort of run the show, take a step back, take a pause, and just see what's coming up for you around all of this stuff. We are changing as society. We are changing as collective soul. And when we feel the change, it's time to act on what we're feeling because, you know, again, humanity is moving forward. We are expanding. Our understanding is increasing. And so of course there will be change. We've sort of explored consumerism to about, you know, probably the highest, the, the biggest level we can. And now we're sort of coming back down and looking and going, okay, we did that. We had all the want, get, want, get cycle didn't make us happy. What else is there? We're sort of coming back down and examining. All right, now let's see. Where else can we look at? Where else can we find? How do we get this wholeness, this peace and connection and enjoying, truly enjoying? Um, how do we do that? And it's not, it's not going to be uh, all of these things that we've, we've been doing for decades and decades. Alrighty, let us go to the phones. We have first up Sandy from Houston. Sandy, welcome to the program. Thanks. Hi, what can I help you out with today? Hi. What's on your mind? Well, I was just um, listening to all this and I have a question on the holidays. I was raised traditionally in Catholic and I personally have moved, you know, a deeper understanding of Christianity, um, less ritual, but my family's still practicing, and my kids, I just don't know which way to go with them, because we did Catholic and Christianity, and now I'm very much into meditation and deeper soul, um, like, connection, and I'm, you know, cycling with the moon. I'm just really, I'm really getting more connected to, like, a a metaphysical way, but I doesn't have a ritualistic connection with that, with the family. So I don't know mm -hmm. how to connect this during the holidays so that we can all experience the same joy and peace that you're talking about. Yeah. Well, it's that's really such how, a, to, such... how to apply what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 And that is, um, that is such a good question. And I think it, a lot of people are sort of in the same boat. Like we've been raised one way. We want to honor like our parents and maybe even our grandparents who have these views and yet it's not holding the same meaning for us. Um, and the, so one statistic I have, like this always has been shocking to me, but recently like there's the Pew reports, which is this big statistical measure. And it was 70% of people are no longer associated with the religion they were raised in. And I think this was in the U S and so you're not the only one <laughs> part of this trend of like, 
is just not having the same meaning or resonance. What are your kids? How old are your kids or what are they what do they believe? Because the kids today have really different ideas than we did when we were their age. What are they thinking about? Um, they're 27 twins, um, mm-hmm. boy, girl, and they are, they believe in God and, but they don't like going to church. They resist it whenever, mm-hmm. at least the Catholic church they do. Um, but they'll go for us. They'll go for Christmas and Easter. Um, my husband's very, uh, you know, he'll, he'll do it for me for the holiday, mm-hmm. but that's it. So. But they do believe in God. My, my daughter has mentioned when she does get married, she doesn't want to get married in the church, which is kind of upset, you know, already sending, like, problems with the family. <laughs> um. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, um, I think this is, you know, your kids are adults. So yeah. um, I think the way that I would suggest you do is you sit down and discuss with them, like, how would you like it to go this year? like what's important to you and you come up with a group agreement on what you want to do together and then come up with a, an agreement, um, you know, that you want to do a part, which is completely valid. And the other piece is that like, I've noticed I'm around a, a lot of elderly people because uh, my mom is elderly and I've noticed that there's this, lightening for a lot of them like a lot of them are have become in the last several years much less conservative than i would have imagined like they're very willing to embrace new ideas and this is a surprise to me and so you might just kind of relax the view that there's one certain way or that everybody's expecting something because i have a feeling it's like looser and lighter than you think and you have some navigating room. So just keep working with us. Sandy, I'm going to let you go because I have some other callers. I want to see if okay. I can get to them. But, you know, just kind of keep working on it. You'll you'll do good. Yeah, thank you. Um, let's see. We have Patricia in Chicago. Patricia, welcome. Hello. Hi. Thanks for your patience. What can I help you out with today? Oh, my gosh. Thank you. I'm always shocked when I get through. Hi. <laughs> to any caller. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm listening in and, and uh, I love what you're saying. And I, I guess I just called today um, because I'm feeling everything that you're saying. You know, I'm a sensitive and I'm intuitive. I just turned 61. I see all these bridges and all these connections. And right now my own self, you know, my own soul is just, I'm just not sure where to go for support or what my next thing is. And I'm just sitting with that. It's My relationships are all kind of in upheaval. Um, mm-hmm. most of my family is gone. Um, and I'm t- experiencing some health issues, which I'm, you know, working through. It's just, I think it's stress, tension. And I don't know, I just felt a, I just took a, 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 a leap to call today. So anything that yeah. comes through, I would appreciate yeah. no pressures, just blah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, I'm feeling for you sort of this idea of, when you kind of just let go of needing to have a plan or needing to have an idea of how things are going to turn out, like it's just this universe. I'm just going to, you know, that idea, I'm just going to jump toward the net. I can't see the net. 
I don't even know if there is a net, but I'm jumping anyway. And just kind of then start noticing what's, what's happening. Um, so you just let things fall away. If relationships are falling away, let them fall away. Um, I don't think your health issues are actually going to be around for very much longer, actually, when you take this approach. But let it all fall away with the understanding that it has to fall away for you to take the next step. And don't have any preconceived notion about the next step, except it's leading you toward, you know, this idea of being more whole in yourself or feeling less afraid or having more peace or having more enjoyment. Those are the things that are trying to come into your reality. Got it. So Got it. letting yeah. this stuff fall, like let it go. It's it's Got not it. that it's bad. It's just like you can't go forward. There's nothing. It's, it's run its course. Totally got it. I mean, I was the person yeah. a lot of people came to. I held a lot of space. And then I would always hit somebody's wound, and then they would get mad at me. So I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. either I need more training or I need to let go. And maybe, you know, there's just a lot. You have given me just such a beautiful gift. So thank you. It's, thank you. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you. Thank okay, you. good. Good. I, I, I'll trust that you know what to do with all that. So thank you. Okay. Uh, we have one. Care. Yeah. Thank you. Right. We have one last caller. We have Maria from North Carolina. Maria, what can I help you out with today? Hi. Yes. Uh, this is Maria. Thank you so much. Um, you know what? The last woman that was on, I'm pretty much where she's at as well. <laughs> yeah. Relationships. Um, actually, a lot of projection going on. I have a daughter. Um, just having a lot of issues. She's in college, and um, I heard and I not being eye to eye and having to trying to heal the past, but working off trying working off of truth, not mm-hmm, being mm-hmm. a peacekeeper, but being a peacemaker. And I don't feel, but nobody wants to face truth, and that's, yeah. that's my biggest issue. So it's interesting because the calls today have been a bit around. Um, like adult relationships, like relationships with adult children and relationships with adults. And even, even older children, you know, each person is their own, is on their own soul path. And so it may be what I'm seeing is you may need to sort of let the peacemaking or the peacekeeping or (laughs) peace, the peace forcing, whatever, you know, all the ways it could be kind of let that go let go of attachment to how the outcome will be and just sort of relax it. Like just sort of wait with the intention that you're hoping for that in future for that rebonding or coming to terms with, but sometimes, you know, respecting that people move at their own pace and you're, um, mature person who's gone through a lot, but younger people haven't gone through that level of experience and they may not be able to respond in the time frame that we hope. So I, I would suggest like backing off and just allowing things to sort of flow without trying to have it be a certain way. And this may may be some distance for a while, but then reforming over time as, mm-hmm. you know, other people sort of get the idea 
of, of what you've been seeing for a long time. Mm. And this isn't a bad thing. And then in the interim, Maria, you just spend time on what's interesting to you. Like no longer trying to fix this problem, but like I'm going to put my attention elsewhere and get more up-leveling of my own understanding. And so when this problem is ready to be fixed, I'll be at a different place to approach it. Gotcha. Yeah. I, um, with regards to my daughter, it's just that she has her lessons, but she wants me to pay very big money for the lessons. <laughs> and yeah. that's the hard thing. And just, No, and I don't do that. You know, you know, don't, you know, it doesn't help kids unless it's the, you know, they're, they're you know, in very dire straits. It doesn't help to, they have to, if they don't learn how to do it themselves, they don't have the confidence and the self-esteem that comes from doing it. So just take a breather and it's hard, but it's also not hard. Like have, take the long view. Um, I'm seeing the time. I do have to go, Maria, and I know that there's a lot more that you'd like to discuss, but we're out of time, but uh, just take that breather, take that step back and look big picture and, and that will be where your answer is. So thank, thank you for so calling in. Much. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, these problems are so giant because we love the people we're working with. And yet um, sometimes they're so simple. We just take that pause back. We work on ourselves. We don't allow ourselves to be codependent with or um, over meddling with others and it just kind of resolves itself something else happens the universe is kind of amazing um you know it's always creating things that we can't imagine everybody if you'd like to join me for this december the winter retreat and solstice gathering go to the website sarahwiseman.com sign up there it's low cost it's just 22 dollars, and that gets you both the 12-day retreat and the winter solstice meditation event which everything is recorded so you can do it at your own pace and then for those of you who'd like to work with me um, study with me in january um, go to the website and go to the training section and you'll see how to get that going on and of course we have our free blind reading uh, course that is for everybody just if you're interested in exploring kind of how spiritual intuition works i'm so grateful for all of you and i hope you have a great last few days of november and i will be with you next week with more of the mystic school with sarah weisman thanks for listening Want more of The Mystic School with Sarah Wiseman? Tune in for uplifting talk on psychic opening, spiritual awakening, and all things mystic and metaphysical. Want to connect with Sarah? Visit sarahwiseman.com.